we come from a similar ilk, of course, mm. but uh, we never really, we never really uh, crossed paths originally, right? Because like I was there, and then I kind of left for a little bit, and then you kind of came after me, right? Yeah, I was after you. So I didn't, uh, but every so everybody, it's really funny because everybody told me, "Oh, you gotta meet this dude. You gotta meet this moon dog." You'd love. They said you'd love the gimmick, and he, they're like, "Oh, it's basic." And I go, "What do you mean? What is it?" And they're like, "Well, it's basically your gimmick." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chase, uh, Chase would always tell me to uh, look you up for point of reference and stuff. <laughs> he said it was uh, it was my gimmick, but with hair. <laughs> but with hair. <laughs> That's awesome. But that's so funny. So how did you uh how did you fall into this Moondog character? One day it was like I think it was my second day training. Um and uh the guy said, Oh, he looks like a Moondog. And then it kind of clicked in my head. Cause at the time I was like, you know what? It's like I, I I really didn't know what I wanted to be, what my gimmick was gonna be, other than just me. But then when he said the Moondog, I was like you know what? Let's give it a whirl, and I've uh, been a moon dog ever since. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody knows what their character is or should be. I think everybody has. Like I have people, uh, you like young, yo know, greener guys will you know, pitch um, like a gimmick or something yeah. to me sometimes, and then I'll like they'll explain it to me, and I'll I'll be like, you mean like the Undertaker? <laughs> like there's already <laughs> there's already that gimmick, dude. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I think somebody's doing that already. You know? But um, like I don't think you ever really know. And then like like usually like I started off I think with like um a mask gimmick or something. My whole thing was uh, I always worked as myself and then under a mask so I could work twice on the shows. Okay. You know, and like get more ring time in and stuff. Because when I started at the time, um, everybody, there's like too many guys and like there wasn't any ring time, you know? Yeah. So you either had to like help out with music or security or, you know, something like that. And then eventually if somebody didn't show up or something, you got tossed in there or maybe if you had a Royal or something like that. But um, so I would like do a like a like something under a hood, and then I would do like uh, wrestle as my own character. But I went through like so many variations of characters, dude. Yeah. Before I even came into like my own thing that I was doing. So I don't know, but like that's kind of cool though that uh, you kind of got that that gimmick like character gimmick like right away did you watch a bunch of old like moondog tapes and stuff to yeah. get into character and things like that oh yeah i was uh i still am a huge wrestling fan but like i i watched all the shoot interviews read all the books watched all the old school stuff and i remember I remember thinking as a fan when i was strictly a fan i i knew i knew how wrestling worked or was at least pretty close and then of course when i started wrestling i realized wow i was I was not. Uh, <laughs> no, I had no idea what I was what I was talking about back then. But um, but yeah, I I knew of the Moon Dogs. Um, I just seen, I think it was I think his name is Moon Dog Bernard on the Indies when I was a, again just a fan, and um, so I was like, okay, it's run of the Moon Dogs. So it started out as just the original Moon Dog. Then it's kind of evolved into my own iteration of it. And now it's just like it's kind of 
flannel hippie dude. <laughs> it went from just caveman to flannel hippie guy, like the cool, with the cool bandanas and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, yeah but like it, it's it's a nice uh, it's a nice like it, it wasn't one of those like forced changes either. It just kind of went that way, and it, every year I think there's like it keeps like upgrading or changing or going a different direction. Like so, um, yeah. When well, when you say like uh, when you were a fan, like what what's your first like oh, what like your era of wrestling? Like what what is the first kind of thing you remember watching? Like if it was a big pay per view or something yeah. like that. Other than the video games, growing up and playing those before I knew wrestling, my dad was slipping through channels and I landed on Sci Fi, and it was Tommy Dreamer, Jack Swagger, ECW on Sci Fi. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> So, and I think everybody I tell that story to, especially wrestlers, like I could hear their their knees click, just going, oh, <laughs> like yeah. feeling old. So I was remember, that was that like late <laughs> late nineties? Late no, this was two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I remember, um, like, and I'll date myself, but like, um, like when I was a kid, I was fan of eighties wrestling. So yeah, like 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 WrestleMania four, you know. Yeah, that was my big. That, that was one I really remember that stands out. But when I was in high school, it was like kind of like late nineties where um we'd always have like um Raw and Nitro get-togethers. Yeah, and like one guy had satellite, so he would put on ECW. You know, oh, that's awesome. So we'd oh, see that. a little, we'd see a little bit of all three of those. You know, and that was like right before I got into wrestling. Yeah, so that is really cool. But I don't know. Are like you still a fan? Are you a fan of wrestling or a fan of the business? Because I didn't watch wrestling for a while once I started. Yeah, and you're not the first to tell me that. So actually, uh, but no, I'm still a fan. I still watch it. Um, what well, I, I may not watch it live, but I'll go back and try to watch some of it. I love going back to watch other stuff. Like as late, I've been watching. Uh, the 2008 Champion Carnival from All Japan. I, just random. I, I, I'll bounce from, say, Survivor Series this year to watching a Mid-South show, to watching WCCW, to watching 80s All Japan, to watching a Terry Funk match, to watching the 2008 Champion <laughs> Like I said, it just it's so ADHD and bounces yeah. around what I'm well, that's watching. Good, that's good, though, because you got to see uh, a variety of stuff. Yeah. And then you can pick little things that you like out of different styles and things oh, like yeah. that, you know? So that's like, that's pretty helpful. Cause I would like, um, you know, watch some Lucha stuff or watch some old, um, you know, like um, old stuff from like Mid South or um, they always had like ESPN Classics always had like old AWAs. Yeah. Which um, AWA would run um, Whitewater, Wisconsin. Yeah. Where we, where we used to run all the time. And uh, so I'd watch old AWAs, and they'd be like, "Oh, we're live from Whitewater, Wisconsin." I was like, "That's so cool," you know. That is really neat. But yeah, I remember being a fan of wrestling, and then once I started getting into it, I just kind of, I'd kind of pay attention to it a little bit here and there. But I, I think I've watched it more now, twenty years later. Yeah, <laughs> you know, actually followed it right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, because I like this past year, I've. I, I think maybe probably because I have like the um, Peacock or whatever, I could just tune in the pay per views whenever I want. Yeah. So that that's been pretty nice. Um, 
before I remember being a kid, like you had to like go rent a box and pay oh. for the pay-per-views and then maybe record it on VHS, you know? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I've actually been ripping those. Uh, I got a box of VHS tapes, wrestling ones, and some of them are like actual like pay-per-view recordings. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I used to have all, every one of them, man. I like, I got rid of them, but there used to be guys that uh, would come to the shows um, and just the guys in the bag, like a referee or something like that, would have a bin of tapes and that like they'd sell them for like a couple bucks or something to the guys. And they'd have like pay-per-views or like old um, old NWA tapes or something like that. Oh, that's that, awesome. Yeah. I love that. So that's where I got a lot of the, that's where I got a lot of the old footage and stuff from. Yeah. But yeah, that's cool, man. What so what um what so how did you realize like, oh, I wanna I wanna be a wrestler, I wanna go try out for wrestling? Like what made you do that? Like how young were you when you thought maybe you, you wanted to do that? Probably when I first started watching and I was like I was ten when I started. But then as I was in high okay. when I was in high school I, I kind of was fell out of it. I was like, Yeah, no, I I, I don't wanna I, I can't do it. Like there's no way I can do it. So I didn't do it because I, I had no um, confidence in myself. So it was COVID when everything was shut down. And, you know, when you lose things, you don't lose the ability to do things that you never thought you could actually lose, you know, like going out in general. That was when I realized life was short. Um, I was also like, mentally just crushed by that point just from everything the world being crazy and everything like that so i was at that point where it's like i i got i have to change something and then the idea popped up and i would get the ad for the first place i trained at every now and again on facebook so uh, my, my ad my ads targeted you <laughs> yeah so pretty much so if it wasn't for wrestling andy's ads <laughs> I did have something to do with this. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I contacted the place, which I was told I was talking to Pete. Yeah. So um, I um, pretty much got the information, went there, and I had no athletic background. I was 300 pounds. I didn't do a damn thing physically. So I was blown up instantly. But I kept going. I, I got a gym membership. And then, again, I kept going. I was like, the goal is like, I got to get to my first match. Got to the first match. Okay, I got to get through the first year. Got through the first year. And it just keeps going up and up and up. And I tell people all the time, I never thought I'd make it this far because I didn't think I'd make it this far. Because, like, yeah. again, when you come from no no confidence to all of a sudden, I guess, you know, you, you see you're ranked on these lists. People are tagging you on posts saying, I want to wrestle you, this, that, and the other. It's like. I must be doing something correct, because uh, it's yeah. pretty sweet, you know. Well, dude, I'm telling you, like, um, you know, wrestling has a way of um, it, it builds your confidence. Um, it, it's all repetition, and a lot of it is to see if you'll keep coming back. Yeah, you no, know? um, because I, dude, I've seen so many people come in for tryouts and um, or just you know come in like a year and just blow out completely. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, or you know, usually you know something happen, something happens, or some personal, you know, situation or family situation or something, and they just blow out. And you never see them again. Yeah, uh, they just kind of disappear. But I've seen so many people. But like the people that stick it out, man, are uh, 
you can tell like like it's awesome i think seeing um somebody that's like never been in there before and then all of a sudden they're like confident control and calling a match in the yeah. ring you know and like having fun and um you know it's hard because somebody once told me they said uh, a friend of mine said i don't think i could ever be in front of people like that Especially in a singlet, <laughs> you know, especially half naked, you know, <laughs> you know, and I mean, that's way different than getting up and like, cause some people are afraid of like public speaking and stuff, yeah. you know, it's terrifying. Um, even me, I've talked in front of people and you're just nervous, you know, but, I'll, but there's something about being a character and in front of a crowd and performing that it's totally different and it makes you feel completely comfortable. That's yeah. wild. It's a wild. Isn't that thing. crazy? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's so, that's so awesome. So yeah, I, I did have a hand in that. Yeah, okay, that's really <laughs> cool. Huh? But I mean, I'm not surprised that people are hitting you up all over because you had uh, you got great, you know, training. You got all the basics down. You know, um, everybody knows right off the bat that you know what you're doing. You yeah. Know? So you're like. Um, you know, head and shoulders above a lot of people right out of the gate, you know. Thank God. So okay. that, so that's cool. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to think like I was always like, I remember when I was a kid, I, eh, I don't know if I was 10, maybe a little younger than 10, but yeah, it was probably right around there, you know. And I was just like, so into wrestling. Like, that's what I told everyone I wanted to be when I grew up. Yes. To the point where I was even saying that in high school, but like, so you didn't do any, like, uh, school sports or anything like that? I think I did karate, like, Dude, as a kid. I did karate. I did, too. <laughs> I did, I did, but I didn't, I, I sucked at it, and I didn't put forth 100% effort, which, again, like, me now versus me then, if that was me now, I'd be, like, mastering that stuff. <laughs> but right, right. Are, are trying to, anyway, but back then, I didn't care, uh, but... So I, but it's just, so I barely had any kind of background. I like not even theater, which, you know, cause like again, in wrestling, you know, there, it's got theater kids and jocks, you know? So, yeah, yeah. but I, again, I didn't do any of it, which is again, wild. Cause like to be able to go from what I started to where I am now in almost strides, like it's crazy. I think some of that's a good thing because, um, so I didn't play any, uh, I didn't do any high school sports or anything like that. But so, like, a lot of people I know that were in high school sports, right now they're, like, beat to shit. Yeah. And so, like, when we start training, like, wrestling, we don't have all that wear and tear on us, right? Yeah. It's fresh. So, like, so you, could probably, you could probably do this for, like, 20 years, 20, 30 years, you know? I and if, so. if you uh If you stay off the top rope, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it took this long, but I think it was back in August. August or I think it was August. Somebody pulled me aside and was saying, I, "Maybe you should switch your finish because, like, yeah. long term wise, I was like, ah, when my knees start hurting, I'll switch it." <laughs> you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. well, then when you have um, I got to pick up Austin Idol at a NWA taping to, when I was helping out, and when I told him my finish was a top rope knee drop, he goes, "That's a hell of a finish." And then I love uh, after we get out of the car, he goes. So your finish is a top row knee drop. I'm like, yeah. He goes, hell of a finish, kid. And he just kept going. <laughs> Maybe he was ribbing, but I've, but at in the moment, I was like, oh my god, Austin Idol. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I cringe when uh, I see guys working without knee pads on. 
I'm I train like, without oh. knee pads. You know, <laughs> oh, I'm just like I can't stand watching it because I know how my knees feel. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I know how my body feels when I get up in the morning. <laughs> Boz and Axel, <coughs> Rico constantly give me and Chris Miller. Uh, <laughs> they uh, he, they cut they constantly give us uh, crap because we're training without knee pads. For me, it's just I forgot them, and I just again I keep forgetting them as of late, but. Yeah, so I had, uh, I actually had somebody, uh, a buddy of mine uh, gave me like my first pair of knee pads. Yeah. I remember I didn't have knee pads at all, and um, um, I remember uh, Derek St. Holmes, he had an extra pair of knee pads, and he just goes, here, these knee pads were King Kong Bundy, here you go. (laughs) (laughs) And he just handed them down to me. I still have them, I still have them to this day. But that's when I was like, oh, trace knee pads. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me invest in a pair of those quick because <laughs> those are awesome. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I love that. This, these work Bundy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he was probably bullshitting. Like, I don't know, but I, I still have them. And, and I've, like, I've always brought an extra pair of knee pads or something and just in case anybody needed them. You yeah. Know? So I would always have like just extra gear in my bag just in case. That's pretty right. I think I gave out a lot of wrist tape. <laughs> oh, of course. That's or I was, uh, yeah, when I went to, uh, when I always did the studio tapings, I always was the guy that had the bucket of uh, um, wipes, the sanitized wipes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I always brought the bucket of wipes, you know, <laughs> and everybody used them. Why nobody, it it. Why nobody yeah. brought their own? I have no idea. That explains why Chase, uh, I, I seen Chase Gosling constantly wipe himself down with wipes. So that's yes. where it works from. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I think I gave him the bucket when I when I quit. I was like, here you go. I'm like, sure. here's the bucket. <laughs> I won't be doing these anymore. <laughs> but that's crazy. Yeah. So you tried out during, so that you tried kind of trying out during COVID, huh? Yeah. The shutdown. I think July, July of 2020. So I started training. Yeah, because I think I, I faded out like that prior year. So like right around then, I wasn't coming around as much. So, yeah. Oh, interesting. That's cool, though. And now you're, you're training. Now you're training over at uh, CSW, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I try to go once a week. Nice, nice. And that's right. Um, is that kind of, is that by the airport? Where is it? Uh, not too far. Not too far from the airport. It's in Franklin Park. Or it's that, in uh, River Grove, which is, is that in the park. Is that near where they have their shows? Yes. Okay. Yes. River okay. Grove. Cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the only reason that I I used to go twice a week and it dropped to once because like um, now that I'm do, making you know like traveling on the weekends and then they they my car is up to ninety thousand miles so I gotta start yeah. budgeting the miles uh, and then. Uh, Again, the distance because it's a it's an hour's drive, and then of course it's yeah. it's Chicago, so it's busy. So tack on an additional fifteen to twenty minutes and such. But I use, but I usually, again I try to go once a week. I'm usually as of late. I've been going to a lot of um, Axel's practices. I actually went to uh, Boz's like last week because okay. I, I always feel bad when I go to one guy's class and not the other ones as often. And I was <laughs> I just feel like they get like jealous. <laughs> like, why aren't you? Or they, they, I'll get the the occasion. Why aren't you coming to my class? It's like, all right, I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I promise. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> I mean, I would try to, and it's tough. Uh, 
that's good though that you got uh, a lot of bookings and stuff. So you're getting plenty of ring time in, you know. Yeah. Um, because back in the day, like, uh, you know, I had to make it a point to get get to camp like two or three times a week, but they didn't have weekly shows. You know, it yeah. was it was too spread out. It was like probably a monthly show at that point. You know. Sure. Um, and then it kind of you had to travel around to the different towns, but um, yeah, I think getting uh into the ring and just uh getting that timing down um and getting those you know keep repetition of the basics and stuff even after you know even even if you're working shows you still got to get in that in that repetition and yes get bumped around and stuff but oh, like yeah. uh i talked to uh you know everyone i've talked to but like one time i i ran into uh, i was in i was in las vegas for a um just a um a techie geek convention you know sure. and uh one of the booths um, had Ric Flair come to sign autographs for two days, okay. but, n- but nobody there was a wrestling fan, right? And uh, so I'm like, oh, nobody was going up to the booth really and, and getting and bothering him. So I was like, oh, this is interesting. So basically I got to talk to him for two days. And uh, he told me that um, even in his whole time in his career, he never stopped training the yeah. whole time. Like he trained the whole time. Oh yeah. You know, so I was like, that's awesome and like that like even if uh, that's the mindset you got to have because some guys don't you just do show they just do shows and that's it and then you can totally you can totally see that they don't train on a regular basis because their timing's off or you know things are little slots things are a little sloppy you know yeah you can totally tell but that's good man that's good that you're uh still hitting that even if it's once a week i think that's good yeah absolutely and it was ironic. So this is ironic. So full circle, because um, I saw that you recently worked with, uh, I think you worked on Eric Frieda. I didn't work him, but I was at his retirement show. You, you were at his show. Yeah. Um, I had my first match with him. Yeah. So my very first match with him, which uh, was pretty awesome. But that's crazy that he just retired now. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. It was emotional. <laughs> Got to see him because uh, they did it where him and Jimmy were having their last pal match. So that was, I pretty much called it like the two part retirement sh- match. So first part being in pal, the second part being in UWE up in Cadillac, uh, which uh, both of them were ama- were big spectacle street fight brawls. It's pretty, pretty wild. And again, you know, because unfortunately Eric got diagnosed with CTE, so and it was pretty severe. So he had a you know, hang him up, and, you know, he even admitted in his uh, retirement speech, he goes, you know, if this is it, saying, he goes, I'm going to, is this all, is this really it? And he goes, ah, maybe. But, but So, like, even, he was still saying maybe, because, like, he, he might, if he can, like, because, like, we've seen, like, Christian come back, and he had CTE issues. We had a couple of wrestlers with CTE issues. But, like, he said, uh, if it works out, cool, if not, it's great to have my last match here, you know, that, yada, yada, that kind of speech. Uh, but it's, you know, it sucks because, like, that, you know, he's a friend. I consider him a friend of mine. And to see him, like, he posted some videos of, like, the tests and and, and all the stuff he does at the hospital for it. And it's it sucks, you know. You don't want to see your friends in a banged-up position. But Eric is a genuinely good guy, and he was the first. Um, he was my Michigan debut for sure. And... Cause I, he wasn't my first out of state, but like he was my first like big travel, 
Like, because uh, the the first Dallas State one was somewhere in Indiana, and that was just like twenty minutes outside of Chicago, so it wasn't really much of a big big uh, travel. But this one was like five and a half hours from Rockford. Cadillac is so. So, like, um, I pretty much credit Eric with, again, building the confidence because I thought to myself, he goes, okay, there's plenty of guys out in Michigan that could have wrestled for him. There's other guys that Powell he could have brought in, but he wanted me to come in. So that that's, must be some kind of seal of approval to want me to drive all that way uh, just to do five to ten minutes of work, you know. So <laughs> I appreciate that for Eric. I'll ever be grateful. Yeah, he was always super cool. Like, I remember uh... – not only did I have my first match with him, I actually had my first tryout with him. Yeah. Um, and I remember um, he took me through, like, some basics and stuff for a while. Um, I remember he had a bunch of guys throw me around. Um, I, I felt like crap the next day. But oh, yeah. I remember him going, like, how do you feel? And afterwards, and I was like, I feel all right. You know, and he goes, all right, come back Tuesday. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, like, I just kept coming back. <laughs> That's awesome. And I think I, I probably sucked when I first started, you know. Oh, yeah, we uh, all do. <laughs> like, but, like, just, uh, you know, just to, like, they, you know, it's part of it is just keep coming back and repetition yeah. and getting the basics down. And, and he was always pretty good at uh, at walking you through all that stuff and making yes. sure you're doing things the right way. And, um, yeah, he was really cool. His students are great. Uh, Jamie's awesome. Jamie Race, uh, Mike Idol's awesome. Uh Scott this is Jay Scott is like currently like I think like his most recent project and Scott's awesome Scott's so fun and I, and you could tell and you could tell too because like after every match he's like if you're about to tell him what he can work on he's instantly like listening to you he's like yeah yeah tell me tell me and and so like he I think Scott's gonna go far hopefully because like he's super cool guy and I want him to go far <laughs> yeah cool and they're all they're in like the Michigan area yeah the Freedom Foundry, I believe, is the school is yeah. called. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Well, so what? Um, so you're kind of working. You're going all over the place, and you started going out of state, right? You're doing yeah. some. I saw you got a license. Yeah, you got a license somewhere for Missouri. They, uh, yeah, they the Missouri. I know Missouri, uh, Kentucky. And maybe Kansas. I, there, there's a couple places that still have an athletic commission for pro wrestling, so I had to get. So yeah. I pretty much had to go through the process of getting it. Which all they need is pretty much you print out a form off their website. You and your doctor fill it out after a physical. Send in blood work. Make sure you don't have um, HIV and hepatitis and all that. And then a check for forty dollars, and you're good. There's your license. <laughs> so uh, I got reached out from a promotion. And uh, they're like, hey, uh, doing anything this day? Also, if you, are you licensed in Missouri? Would you be willing to get one if you aren't? If you're not, and I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go through the process. And of course, me being me, I didn't print out the form. Uh, I got the wrong blood test done. I just got the general blood test. All they need is like mm. the 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 HIV and hepatitis blood test. So I just had everything all mixed up. And it just turned out to be easier to just, okay, once I had everything all fixed, I just printed out the form or I sent the digital copy to my doctor to fill out. And then they said, all right, come back, come by the office, pick it up. And then um, it was just easy to pack it all up in an envelope with a check for $40 and just ship it off to uh, the office. And 
I was wondering, I was like, when am I going to get this license? Because like this, this dude's been waiting on me to get this license, and I didn't realize I was sitting on it for two weeks. Uh, they, I already had it. I was licensed, but like I, actually, I just got the physical one today. But uh, so to actually be licensed, which um, funny story, the other day, promoter hits me up and goes, um, "Can you send me your license number again?" And as I'm digging for it, I'm like, "Yeah, okay." I find it, and then I go back, and I see he's messaged me. He said, this, the commission says you don't have a license. I was like, I do. I, And then he said, there's no license for Greg Murray. And then I said, and then Andy already knows where this is going. I said, that's because it's under my real name. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Your shoot name. Yeah. He, he left me on red, so I... I gave him a half hour because I figured he's probably talking to them. But I was waiting for him to be like, okay, we're cool now. <laughs> so, but I, after a half hour, I was about to lose my mind. I'm like, oh, my God, am I going to be able to wrestle or not? So when I asked, is everything cool? He goes, yeah, everything's fine now. I'm like, okay, thank God. <laughs> like, is this guy seriously typing in Moondog right now? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, must have, he messaged me on my um, – Greg Murray Facebook page, so our so he must have probably thought that was my real name. But he never he never did the 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 conversation of my real name never came up, so I can imagine the, mis- the easy mistake. But it's just funny. I'm like, oh, thank you God. Know, you know what's crazy about that is like um like back in the day, like we didn't know anybody's real name. Yeah, like, I imagine you just knew people's uh gimmick like their gimmick name. And, like, then you'd lose touch with guys. And, like, now, what's crazy is now I see them, like, their their actual, like, uh, shoot name will pop up on, like, Facebook or something like that. Not everybody has accounts either, but once in a while you'll see a guy pop up and you'll only notice them by their profile picture. And I'm like, oh, that was that guy's real name? <laughs> yeah. It's like where Silas, Silas Young popped up on my Facebook. I'm staring at him I'm like, Wait, that's his name? I thought it was really the, I thought it'd be Silas Young. <laughs> oh yeah, well, because like I had mine as my gimmick name for a long time. Yeah, you know, until I changed it. Um, but um, but yeah, that's crazy. Like we never knew anybody's names. So, I mean, I guess I could see that, but yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't, uh, especially on a something like that. Like if you had to get a blood work or something done, obviously yeah. it's going to be under a different name. Yeah. You know. That's funny. Yeah, it's just funny, you know. That's crazy, dude. Um, so what else so you're doing other stuff though. So you like so you have merchandise. Do you have a website? Do you have your own website or are you just on all the social medias? Just social medias, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know because you got merchandise and all that stuff. Yeah. How's how's that going? Uh good. You know, I, I, I probably sell more at shows than I do off uh Brainbuster Tees, but you know, the fact that I uh, I can buy all these shirts and then at a pretty affordable cost, too. Like, I got that, that new bloody shirt, and I actually sold out of it very fast. So I got I to gotta order oh, more. The, the picture yeah, that I hate. <laughs> yeah, that, your favorite picture. <laughs> I still remember when I said new, new uh, pictures, and you tweeted, you responded, and said, I'll pay you to not sell them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please don't, please don't put those up. <laughs> it's a popular, like legit. It's Kids funny. go up and they'll see that picture and they're like, 
wait, is that real? I'm like, yeah. And their parent is usually absolutely disgusted, yeah. but their the kids like picking up the picture goes, "Daddy, I want this. I want it." Yeah. Well, it's good. It's like that classic, um, you know, that classic like uh, uh, like Jack Nicholson, like from The Shining. You know, like yeah. it's always on a T-shirt. It's like similar to that. You know, yes. it's like, oh, that's that's sick. You it's know, like that kind of. That kind of thing. I could see kids wanting that. And oh, yeah. It, that's funny, cool. Man. It's different. And, like, that's why I always loved, like, hardcore wrestling as a kid because it felt like I wasn't supposed to be watching this. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I guess I don't pay much attention. Like, um, our guys, like, are you – so I used to buy, like, when I did merch when I was working, um, when I first started, I used to have a bin of just T-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff, and I'd try to go sell them. Yeah, but like now it's so much easier just to have a store online. You yes, know? are you do are you doing a little bit of both, or just keeping like a a local like a like a, just a small quantity for shows and stuff? Or I'll take a, I usually get five of each size, and uh, sell and once I sell all of those, buy another. I'll do inventory and see what see what I need what needs replacing when I gotta get new shirts. But uh, that's pretty much. And again, Brain Buster Tees, you could uh, when they do their bulk orders, they are very reasonable. Like I think for two hundred and fifty dollars, I think I got like twenty five shirts. Like okay. so, it's, it's not too. I probably did the math wrong, but because you get you get a better deal the more you buy, right? Yes. You get a better deal the more you buy, so they only have to print once, kind of a thing. Yes, that's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I used to uh, I used to do a lot of that stuff. I never had like the. Well, like now I got my own, uh, my own t-shirt shop, like thing on my site where you can order and stuff, but mm. I don't, I don't stock any, like I don't have any merch on hand, um, just cause I'm not really anywhere to set up and do that, you know? Right. But, uh, it doesn't make sense for me, but that's cool. I'm always interested to see what guys do now if it's, cause I remember, uh, guys would either, they'd bring like a bit of merch or you got stickers or eight by tens and stuff like that. You know, the, the classic the classic gimmicks they sell and then uh and then sometimes they'd like toss in some action figures yes. and things like that you know absolutely have a little gimmick table going yeah dude that's the hustle that's what you want exactly <laughs> that is what you want that's where you make most of your money to be honest <laughs> yeah yeah everybody told me you don't you don't make any money wrestling it's all in merchant concessions pretty much so, yeah yeah that's the deal you know, I remember I turned, you know, I turned a $40 payday into a $140 payday, you know, because just, you know, thanks to merge. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I don't, uh, I never was one to uh, um, dwell on paydays or anything. Oh, yeah. I, was, no. I always felt like, um, you know, like I would, I loved wrestling so much that I would wrestle for free, you yeah. know. But I figured, like, at some point, everything comes back, you know? Everything comes back, you know? And and I would always, too, like, and I don't know, maybe you're the same way, but, um, you know, if I see, like, um, a show maybe doesn't, um, say I go to a show, I work a show, and it doesn't draw well that night. And uh, I appreciate that the uh, promoter would still be willing to pay me. Yeah. But... Sometimes it's just like, dude, just put it back into the show. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like it's not that big a deal. <laughs> like, we'll just get it next time. You know what I mean? There was a... Like, I want to keep having more shows. <laughs> there was a tribute show uh, somebody did. I didn't know the guy, but 
when they were collecting donations, I just got my envelope. I didn't even open it, and I went to give him the, the envelope, and the guy said, no. I was like, what do you mean? Is this taking? He goes, no, I'm not taking your payday. I'm like, well, I, don't, I don't care. Like that, the whole, if I didn't want to open it and get tempted to keep it, so I was like, nah, I'll just give him it. And he, and yeah. he told me to keep it. I was like, fine. Um, but no, I've worked free plenty of times, and um, got no issues doing it, no qualms, especially if it's like close by. Uh, close by or like I like the promoter I really like the promotion but like you know for the most part I do like to you know have a, at least gas money or at least McDonald's after the fact oh, you know, yeah. give me money for something you know but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. well and it just um, it just feels right you know yeah. <laughs> it does it's nice it's nice to get something I've always been uh, to the point where it's like okay well you see how the show does and um, you know everybody everybody leaves with something but if we do better, everybody leaves with more. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, that's kind of always the philosophy that I had with wrestling. Like, how can we make it where everybody gets more? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's build it up to that. So that's always what I try to, that's what always what I try to look out for. I think a lot of people forget that I, I actually uh, was a worker up until, yeah. <laughs> up until a few years ago, you know? I think now people are like, oh, that's the that's the booker or that's the promoter guy. Like, no, dude, like I came exactly from where you came from. <laughs> right, yeah. Like I get it, you know. <laughs> been uh been have been where you're at. You know, some of the best promoters I've worked with are former wrestlers. So Yeah. Uh, well, because they get it, dude, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it sucks buying new wrestling boots and gear and <laughs> That stuff costs money. Like you, I swear we put more into our gimmicks than we get back. You know? What oh, I mean? probably. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like nine times out of ten. Yeah, I'm. Mean, I, dude, I don't know about you, but uh, I still have my original. I always had the same pair of wrestling boots. Yeah. Like I had them resold. Like I got a good pair, but I had the soles redone and um things like that. Like a little bit of like padding added again after the fact. But I still have the original pair. And at the time, that was like, it was a big deal. Like, that was like a $300 investment into a pair of boots. Yeah. You know? I got mine from state a place called Stagecoach. I don't okay. Know, I don't even know if they're still around. But um, at the time, that was kind of like the high end, like, oh, you can, you know, you can just get cheaper high spots boots, you know, for like half yeah. the price. And I'm like, well, I kind of want them to last for a while. Yeah. Know? Yeah, my... Um- my boots are high spots boots. I've had them since my first match, and they're being held together by duct tape and glue. So, <laughs> yeah, but the, see, that's you know, I could see that. But yeah, I but I had mine like redone a couple. Yeah. I found like a local shoe guy or something that um, repaired mine, you know, and for pretty cheap. It wasn't that expensive. Yeah. And, but yeah, they've lasted all that time. You know, I could still wear them today. I could still go out and work in them today. You know, that's awesome. I just, I remember buying, I bought those boots and I bought like six pairs of laces and mm. I still have four pairs of laces. Okay. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so if anybody out there needs a pair of laces for their boots, let me know, you know? That's your guy right there. Because I got a couple extra pairs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So where do you get your... uh do you get your gear made at a special place or anything like that? Obviously, are you one of these guys that makes gear? Do you make your own gear or do you? Pretty much, 
I'm always jealous of these people that can make outfits. Yes. Yes, I know a couple of them. But no, um, pretty much all my gear is just, you know, like, I, you know, like stuff off Amazon or, or like the Goodwills, you know, stuff like that. I, I hope, I do plan on getting actual gear, hopefully sometime next year. What's actual gear? I mean, you're wearing gear now. I guess, yeah. That's your, that's your, that's your gimmick. True. Uh, but I like, I guess like tights, you know, singlets, something like mm-hmm. that. But at the same time though, like what I've been wearing has been working. So like, and yeah. no one's complained about it, but you know, I don't know. I just someday to get actual, like, you know, gear that's specifically made for me made, you know, that's pretty cool. But, uh, for now, you know, what I've been wearing has been fine. So, and of course, like circling back to the Missouri thing, the, the guy actually asked if I could, uh rock the old school moondog look. I was like, yeah, sure. And I was looking around and I realized I don't have any blue jeans anymore because <laughs> I like, mm. I, I went to the pink, those pink jeans, the cheetah print tights, the, um, I got a pair of like black jeggings and they've been awesome. So I had to like dig through like my uh, drawers and I finally found like an old pair of blue jeans. I was like, all right, perfect. And they're cool. Like they're that like old like light blue, like baby powder blue kind of color. So I was like, okay, this actually works. And thankfully they're stretchy because nothing sucks more than when I buy a bunch of pairs of pants and I can't use like half of them because they're because there's no like leg room in them. But dude, that's what you should do is just like strictly anything you wear for your gimmick has to be thrift store vintage. Yeah. Like you know. Yeah. Something. Maybe yeah. you buy wrestling boots and that's it. But like everything else, vintage. <laughs> yeah, vintage, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it works, you know. Cause it's different. Like you have to be different. You know what I mean? Like yes. you get that that's the thing. Uh like a lot of a lot of guys, um, especially when they're first starting out, they don't stand out, right? They yeah. don't they don't make themselves look different than everybody else. Right. Um, where I think you've done a really good job of that. Yeah. Um, to where like you're an actual you're a character. You know what I mean? Like you actually have a um a character that um the fans can uh like resonate with, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know, a lot of guys, oh, they might do some cool moves and stuff, but they're not getting that personality over Yeah. To, like with the people, you know, you gotta connect with people. Like they could, right? Yeah, that was a, that was an advantage I had too. Uh, when I first started wrestling, was I was able to get people into it. Um, because so, again, like when I was like brand new, I, I knew nothing. So <laughs> for yeah. it, it, it carried me along through uh, whatever uh, woes I had in those early matches. But yeah, the I, character is so important. I think people really. Um, sometimes like throw it under throw it away for more athleticism which is cool and fun but again character is kind of what helps you stand out that's something i learned and i think that's what's got me so far was just the character stuff you know yeah i mean people still message me because of it yeah to this day like it's crazy like the things that i don't even think about you know what i mean like yeah i was like i have people come up to me now like oh i remember when you did this back in you know, back in the day or back in, you know, and I'm like, you remember that? <laughs> like, I don't remember that. 
I'm like, awesome. I'm pretty sure I said that, but yeah, um, cool. You know, <laughs> that's, that's the best part. You just you're like, tell me the story, and I'm like, I don't remember this, but it definitely happened. I bet you it happened. <laughs> but yeah, I remember uh, we'd always uh, even get fans involved. You know. Um, to be part of the show or part of the match even a little bit, you know, nothing crazy, but yeah, they have to have involvement in what you're doing. Yeah. That's so that's how they get invested in it, you know, but yeah, I think you do a pretty good job of that and people resonate with that character. I would just keep doing what you're doing, you know, yeah. for sure. Just keep improving. And that's the other thing. Did you ever, so... So back in the day, even when you were a kid watching wrestling or growing up, um, I vividly remember myself that I would um, always pretend to be hurt. Oh, like, sell? Like I would always, <laughs> but, I, but that's the thing. I didn't know what that was, like in a wrestling term. Okay. But, at, but as a kid, I would always, like with blood capsules, I'd always try to, oh, yeah. I, I just probably... Um, my grandma would always, I'd always like try to like get into a fight with my cousin or something. Then I'd have a blood capsule or something, you know, <laughs> and I pretend like, uh, I pretend like he busted my face or something like that. And I just to get a rise out of her, but I was always selling and pretending to be hurt or like that, uh, like my arm got hurt or my leg or something like that. And, uh, so naturally I was just really good at that for wrestling, you know? Yeah. Um, but how did you learn about selling and stuff? Like, did you pick up on it right away or like just oh, getting, yeah. getting into, cause you're basically, you're, you're telling the story and selling the punishment that you're taking in the ring. But like, did you pick up on that? Cause some people don't pick up on that right away and they know yeah. sell stuff. Uh, if, in general, yeah. Like growing up, me and my brother always wrestled all the time in the living room. So of course we, yeah, we, yeah. we were sitting getting hurt and everything. Oh, you know taking finishers <laughs> a lot of ddts in that house uh, i think that, um but yeah I, selling came natural thankfully for me um there's a there's a time every now and again where like i could have done a better sell but like that's just nitpicks honestly but no thankfully again i think what really helped was the character work and the selling came quick to me when i first started wrestling because i think that's what really trudged me along with you know my bare bones move set and such yeah, I think like uh well you mentioned like oh you could do better. Like I've said this uh many times because even even now you might say oh I missed it. Like guys uh, I constantly hear them say they missed a spot or they could have yeah. done this better or they could have did this. And the thing is, dude, I've heard like green people say it, but I've heard people that have been in wrestling 20 30 years still say it about yes. their matches and stuff. And uh, dude, we are the harshest critics of ourselves oh yeah like nobody else really picks up on it you know what i mean like fan wise or in front of an audience like you can mess up and nobody's really paying attention to that they don't yeah. know they don't know what spot you were supposed to run like i never i always called stuff in the ring i never because i didn't like messing up spots per se yeah. or, or remembering all of them so yeah. i would just call everything in the ring and that's why i started doing that yeah. Um, but we beat you can't beat yourself up over missing spots or oh I could have done this. All you can do is learn from what you did and then just maybe try to do it better next time. 
But like so many people beat themselves up to the point where they quit even, you know, oh. <laughs> or, or, or yeah. like, or they're just like, oh, are you sure? Like they're just questioning the whole time. And I'm like, stop. You're <laughs> <laughs> fine, boo. Stop but it. Like, like we, we beat ourselves up, dude. You yes. Know? We We're do. like our worst critics. You we know? are. That's the, that's the uh, give and take of wrestling, I think, is that we torture ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. That is a definite. I'll tell you another thing you got going for you, though, um, and several people have told me this, and maybe it's from, because I was kind of taught this, too, and maybe it comes from our similar training, but um, a lot of people have told me, because I don't spend a lot of time in the back, but a lot of people told me that you're one of the few people that are constantly, one, asking questions. Yes. And also watching all the matches. Yes. Did you? Is that something you learned early on and picked up on that, or is it just something you generally do? Yeah, uh, I think a little bit of both. Uh, but definitely, especially when I first started, I was watching everybody wrestle just so I could figure it out pick up on match formulas and stuff like that and watch other people sell. Now it's, it, I remember at first it felt like work, but uh, work I had to do, but like now I watch wrestling and I enjoy it. Like I, I can, I can be both the fan and also the guy who goes, Oh, I like that. Write that down. Or like, Oh, I like that. Or and then maybe ask him later, Hey, what's this? What's that? And then talking to like, you know, names that are brought in trying to get, in their head about like, oh, how do you view wrestling? That, that sort of deal. Like, uh, I actually got to talk to the warlord at the, not too long ago at second, and okay, it was yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was cool. And I'm like, um, I was like, hey, well, how do you view wrestling? And nine times out of ten, everybody's like take on match theory is going to be the same answer, but like everybody has their own way of saying it. Like, uh, there's there's just unique ways of how they how they explain it and such, but. And again, it's usually the same answer, but it's nice to talk. So, like, to ask Warlord that question, to ask him, and then ask him, like, well, how do you, how are you still, you know, wrestling every now and again? And, you know, explaining, like, him explaining, goes, oh, yeah, you know, after a while, you got to, you know, adjust how you work out because your joints, this, that, and the other. Also, you know, again, like, basic stuff, but, like, I could tell, because, you know, growing up, you've always heard the stories of, like, like horror stories of vets being mean or something like that, or just being jerks. Yeah, yeah. But like, so far, I've only had one. I only had one case where that happened. But like, even then, it wasn't even that bad. It was just like they kind of like blew me off. I was like, oh, okay, whatever, cool. Was, was, <laughs> but, it, was, uh, it, was it me? <laughs> no, it was not you. <laughs> it was not like, you. I've only had one case of that asshole. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, but like you could tell when you're talking to them and asking them questions, they seem yeah. like they kind of light up a little bit. Like yeah. when they're like, "Oh yeah, okay. oh oh yeah, I can answer that," and it's cool. I love that, and it, it's made me again like confidence being such a new thing and like being putting myself out there and ask these questions because like, yeah, you know, I might miss an opportunity to get to ask them that question. Maybe I won't see the warlord again. That's our deal. Yeah, yeah, I. Actually, he did a, um, this was really funny back in the day and I still have it somewhere. He signed an action figure. I still have it, but he did an autograph signing. Um, it was like him and, uh, I think it was like Demolition Smash or something like that. Nice. It, uh, they came in gimmick and did an autograph signing 
at the Rock County Fairgrounds, oh. like like during the fair. Um, there used to be a collectible shop that always had a booth there at the fair, and they would bring wrestlers in for autographs. That's so I, I remember him with, remember when he had like the metal face yeah. plate? And the, he came in that and in his trunks, like to do an autograph signing. Like, That's awesome. And I always, rem- I always remembered that. I, I was just a kid, but I always remember that. And I still have like the inbox autographed action figure, you know? That's it's awesome. Re- super cool. But yeah, I remember he was just like larger than life. Huge, <laughs> even still, like at his age now, he's huge, he's massive. Yeah. yeah, it's just crazy. Like, I don't know, I don't know about you, but sometimes it's uh, it's sometimes it's disappointing meeting the people that you grew up watching on TV. No, oh, yeah. some sometimes it's super cool, but sometimes it's really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Had a case or two of that, unfortunately. You know. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Or like maybe they're not who you think they are. Or they're like yeah. a case of, oh, okay, you're just a carny like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, for sure. Like, ah, you're also a hustler. I see. <laughs> 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 My goodness. Yeah. So, so now I know you're doing a lot of different stuff though. So like even like I always see that you're uh, you're you're li- you're streaming online. Yeah. You're into gaming. What do you play? What, what's your thing? Uh, as of late, I've been playing, uh, like, the Borderlands games, I've been playing, uh, horror games, so, like, I've been playing Silent Hill and Resident Evil. Uh, I want to get into multiplayer games, but it's just, I don't know, I've always been a single-player kind of guy. And then, um, of course, wrestling games, which I need to play more of, because once you know it, they like seeing the wrestler play wrestling games. So, so, definitely gotta do more of that. And then, uh, what's cool is... You know, I always knew about, you know, these Japanese wrestling video games. And I remember me and a buddy ordered one, and he put it in his PS2, and it didn't play. It, it gave him an in-air thing, we, because we didn't know anything about region locks and stuff like that. Yeah. So, <laughs> we go to... So, you know, and then I finally had the means to be able to play those Japanese wrestling games, so I'm getting to play them, and it was like... I felt like a kid again playing the PS2. Like I, that's that was the console I grew up on. Then the PS3, but the PS2 will always have a place in my heart. So like to be able to play those games on Twitch and get a couple people chatting in the chat room about you know these games that are like 20 years old now. I like I absolutely yeah. adore it. So what uh, are you? What system are you playing on now? Or is it strictly computer? Uh, like Steam or something like that. I bounce around. So like uh, the PS5. And uh, the computers, of course. Uh, but, like, I've been playing, you know, the PS2 games um, and 64 games. So, like, I I bounce around all kinds of different genres and years because, like, it, they're just fun, you know? So, I, so, I, it's funny you say playing wrestling games. So, I actually, for a while um, on Twitch um, with some guys, I'd play um, uh, the WWE, like, the 2K yeah. But in uh but we'd play the manager mode. Okay. So basically we're just booking shows. Okay. And then, and then seeing how our brand does, you know, like you make money. Like we're not actually playing the matches. We're just simulating the matches but booking the cards and stuff. It sounds horrible. I don't know who would want to watch that. It sounds boring as hell. But it was so fun. Yes. Like, and there's so much fun, dude. There is an audience for it, believe it or not. Yeah, well, like, like people oh. would 
people would pop in and chat with us and stuff, dude. It was fun. Yeah, I love it. Like, there's yeah. just, wrestling has the most nerdiest of people, yeah. but like, and I am one of those nerdiest of people, <laughs> you know, and stuff like that's fun. Uh, and like, especially if like the people doing it and playing it have s- such fun personalities as is, you know, it makes it makes it so much better. Like, I love uh, New Legacy Inc. on YouTube. They are awesome. They are hilarious. But like, yeah, they play. They would play those booking simulators or like 2K doing the GM mode. Um, I love most people. A lot of people don't even play. Actually, play Fire Pro Wrestling. They just watch it because the computer is so smart. Oh, yeah. And they wrestle each other that it's more fun to just kind of watch the simulation play out and just see them actually put on like a five star classic. Like I've so, seen some really good matches on Fire Pro. <laughs> have you heard of this new game coming out? Is Ultra Pro Wrestling? Yeah, I'm. I'm really interested in that. And so I don't play on. Uh, I said I don't really. I play on uh, um, Switch. Yeah, got a Switch, and so I'm gonna get Ultra Pro Wrestling for Switch when it comes out. I'm, okay. really ex- I'm really excited about that game because it looks more like a classic game that I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, used to playing. So it looks like a lot of fun. And they added like a ton. There's a ton of characters in it, you know, and uh, it looks like it'd be fun to play. But see, I don't know. I probably need your help with it. I don't know how to, if I were to stream like playing one of those games. I, can you stream like uh, Switch games? Yeah. On like, yeah, I don't even know how to do it, but like. Yeah. You got to send me whatever gimmick I need to to do hook that up, but uh, send me a link to it or something. But sure. um, I would totally play Switch games on there. You know, I think that would be a lot of fun. I know Connor um, plays a lot of. We've talked about it. He plays a lot of retro games. Yes, like on. I don't know how he does it, but he's playing all kinds of retro games on Twitch and stuff. So I think that's pretty cool. Once in a while, I'll pop in in the chat. You know. If I got a few minutes, I'll pop in and uh, see what's up, you know. Say hello. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny how many guys are into, um, you know, gaming and stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. Just as, like, downtime, you know. It's nice to be able to unplug from the real world and just go into this video yeah. game world, you know. Yeah. And I, I've met a lot of cool people, you know, through um, uh, Twitch and um just I used to do uh, um, a weekly streaming chat, you know, um, to t- I talked wrestling uh, where I-, I met these guys. It was called the platform was called Blab. I don't know if you ever heard of Blab before. They're, they're not around anymore. Okay. But um, somebody was like, oh, you should uh, get together with uh, some of these guys and do a weekly Blab talk show or whatever. So I was kind of like I was the wrestler out of the group, you know. And uh, those guys are awesome. Like, yeah. if someone didn't message that to me, I would have never met those guys, you know? That's right. And I, it was so much fun. And I still message them. I was messaging them today, just sending them links to something, you know, something right. funny or whatever. And, yeah, they're super cool. But it's just it's kind of cool, like, all the people you can meet. Just, just the people you meet through wrestling in general, you know? I met so many people, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, like, so many just cool people, you know? Yeah, I'll always be thankful for wrestling because, like, I met, you know, some of my closest friends, especially, uh, I mean, Shelly and Joey and uh, Mateo and all them, Victor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, like, well, that's the thing. Like, even now, like, 
if you think about it, this is crazy. Like, um, I was done wrestling. I wasn't even looking at doing anything more with wrestling until about like just this last year, right? Um, or this last like year and a half. And I didn't even know that um that uh Adam Stallion was still working. You know? Yeah. Because again, I knew him under a different gimmick name. Yeah. Right. <laughs> wow. And uh and then when I found that out, I was like, Oh, yeah, dude. Like you guys should come work uh, in Janesville. And then through that from all you guys that I already knew, and then like of course, uh you were just grandfathered in. Pretty much. <laughs> I think because uh, of the because of the gimmick. Yeah, the gimmick. <laughs> I think it's pretty much been like, you know, it's like, all right, this is where the um <laughs> other than CSW, JWA is the place where y'all need to come, you know. But through those guys, but just those couple guys, think about all of these new people that I've met in this past year. Yeah, I would I would have never known. Oh yeah. It's so cool, you know. I think it's awesome. Yeah, and I was thinking about how especially thanks to the Thanksgiving show, I was thinking about the roster from last year versus the roster this year and how just yeah. crazy yeah. different it is. You know, all the all the fresh faces and such, the fresh characters. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's complete one eighty, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's so cool because a lot and a lot of these guys I'm like, uh, like the first time I met Axel Rico, right? Yeah. Um, like I think he was like at a show or he came to check something out. And then the next month I was like looking to book, uh, the show and I was like, Hey, where's that? Where's that guy with the hair? (laughs) 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 And like, that's how he got booked. And like, I love that guy, you know, like he's so much fun. And like, uh, like that, I could say that about a story like that about everybody, you know, even like, um, you know, through stallion, like, uh, the Zetas kept started sneaking around and then, uh, and it's like guys kept trickling in and like, I met all these guys and some of the guys I'm like, Oh wait, what? Like, like some of these guys have been working for uh, some of the guys who have worked for like, you know, legit like five or 10 years. I'm like. Where have you been? Like, how do I not know about you? You know what I mean? Like, or, or I see him work and I'm like, why didn't I know you like 13 years ago? This is ridiculous. Right. Like, could have been great. There's... I'm like, like think, right think now. all the, think all the matches we could have had you guys. <laughs> oh man. It's a damn shame. Right. And that's what I love is, uh, and now, and even through that is like, um, um, having guys from all different promotions. Yeah. Um, cause I'll like, I'll see uh, certain guys online. I'm like, ah, cool, you know. I'll see a guy's gimmick, or I'll see um, some moves he can do, or something. And I'm like, oh, I'm really good at like pairing guys together, of like matchmaking, you know. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'd really like to see that guy work like you or like one of the other, you know. And just to like be able to make that happen is so much fun. Yeah, it's a cool thing, right? And then it gets guys out of their comfort zone a little bit too, you know. Because I think oh, yeah. a lot of guys just stick with their core groups and they don't, like, I don't know, intermingle that much. And then some guys do. Some guys go to all the different shows, you know? Oh, yeah. And I love, too, because, like, uh, JWA is one of those places that actually gives us, like, time. Like, hmm. uh, my, I think my average match length with JWA is usually 10 to 15. Because <laughs> while, like, other places, like, literally I, I drove up to Michigan a few weeks ago. Again, five and a half hour drive. I come up. Hey, what do you need? Hey, what do you need for me today? And he's like, Yeah, uh, 
you and him, uh, we just need five to seven. And I'm just like, cool. <laughs> Meanwhile, I go up to Andy, like, what are you thinking, Andy? 10, 15? He goes, <laughs> if you can go 20. I'm like, all right. <laughs> then me and, uh, can you me and BXB went 20. <laughs> yeah. Give more time out of it. Or I just go, yes. Yes. But, but yeah, but it's like, but that's again where, but see, that's the time that I would want. You yes. know what I mean? Like that's, if I was working, it's like, hey, could you go out and do 20? Or could you, hey, we need a little more time. Can you get do 30? You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I want time. Of course, you know? Um. Yeah. So like I give a lot of people a lot of leeway to not only um have longer matches, but um that's how you get to experiment with your character and and learn how to work and not, just go through spots and yes. you learn how to kill time and work the crowd. And that's how you get better. You know what exactly. I mean? And like if you don't have, if you go to somewhere and they just want you to, uh, you know, do a, like a two minute squash or something, like what are you going to get out of that? What are you going to learn at right. the end of the day? You know what I mean? Oh, then getting cool footage for your highlight reel and all. That's about it. A quick, high, a quick highlight. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you got you get some value out of it, though. You know, you get some experience. That's how you get, like, everybody wants experience, but that, that's how you get it. You know yes. what I mean? Absolutely. You got to just keep working, you know? I love it. Do you call a lot of stuff in the ring? If not, you should. I, I definitely, I, I do, I do both. So, like, there's some guys I can plot out an entire match with, and there's some guys who are like, all right, um, Follow me in the shine. I'll follow you in the heat. Uh, here's the comeback. Here's the finish. Okay, see you out there. <laughs> there's, there's some guys you can do that with. Um, and but then there's other times where it's like, I think I gl I'm glad that I can do both because there's gonna be a time where like, oh, you don't need to go as fast. You don't need to go as crazy spot planned and everything like that. And then but then there's shows like, okay, here you got to remember this. He's like, you got to remember all this. And, you know, it's helped with my memorization. It's just funny, though, because I cannot remember clients or people at, at uh, my day job or uh, what I did last week. <laughs> but I can put together this match and I can remember the spots. And then you work a guy who forgets all his spots, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But that's where I, in situations like that, that's where it's great to be able to you know, do the old walk of talks because then I can slow it down. I can grab them. And be like, all right, let's do something from here. You know? <laughs> I call it in there. A lot of mine was always like, nope, we're not doing that. <laughs> I bet it. I mean, that happened. Nope. I remember my the first, I can't remember who it was, but I remember they called something and I reversed it. And I kicked him. I said, nope. And then I did something else. I think I was, I think we were, it was time to go home or something. So like they were trying to call like one extra thing. I was like, nope, kick. Went into the double down or something. I wish I could remember who it was, where it was, but I, it it happened. I know it did. Yeah, I know. Like, um, I know. Like, there were times where I I think people were kind of scared of me for a little while. But there were times where the promoter would tell me, "I'm gonna put you with these green guys. Don't talk to them until, yeah. you, get, until you get in the ring." So you'd have guys. I'd be coming out there. I'd be in the ring. All the guys would be scared shitless because they didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? Expect. Yeah. But but that's how they got experience learning. Yes. So, um, but to me, it was a lot of fun because uh, 
I was helping guys along, but I don't know. I could see some people taking that the wrong way, but um, it it was always to the um, intention of uh, helping make people better, which I think it did, you know, because I see a lot of those guys now are just so much fun to watch. Yes. And I see them calling. When I see people um, that I knew all they did was call spots, but now they're going out to kill time and, and they let loose and they have fun and they're um, calling stuff in the ring. I'm like, yeah, dude, I knew that sort of thing. I knew they could do that, you know? Yes, absolutely. And, but you just got to put that time in. Like I didn't, I was never, I didn't start off that way. You got to put that time in and learn that and, and mess up a ton of times, you know, oh, until, yeah. until you get comfortable enough to be able to do that, you know? Yes. So. Sometimes you got to fail to learn, you know? It's what it's all about. It's what it's all about, you know. Um, so what um what else? Like so you're doing uh video game I dude, I you've been uh I mean I've seen so I follow your social medias. Um I notice you've been thirst trapping a little bit. I need to do more. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I need to do more of that. Oh yeah. You get a following. <laughs> I don't know if it's the audience you're looking for, but you'll get a following. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if you're familiar, but I used to have quite the following on YouTube. Oh, baby! Because I used to do the uh, headbutt to the balls. Oh man! And uh, there's been many a playlist with my name on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, you know, I just it's just. You know, I I, po- I post those pictures one because like I I like to think that if I go back three months later and see I like to hopefully see like some kind of change in body type, but yeah, sure. But you know, it's all but it's also mostly because a it gets likes because you know people are horny online, so <laughs> <laughs> it's intentional. Absolutely. I always I always hated pictures of myself. I I I don't even think I could watch match. I don't even like watching my own matches. Sometimes I hear see a little clips here and there, but. I was just like, no, nah, I did that. I don't. I'm not. I lived it. I don't need to watch it back. Yeah, I don't need to watch it back. I, I've never. I never really liked a lot of photos and stuff. But I need to post more. I need more traps. I got yes. more traps. That's the thing nowadays, you know. Oh yeah. I got to have some links out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the LinkedIn is in the description. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spicy links. They usually call it. That's what they say nowadays, but. That's cool, man. How so? What um, what else? What else you got going on? You got any other any other ventures going on? Me and a buddy do a podcast once every three months. But <laughs> yeah, what do you? Well, tell me about it. What do you guys? They, what, what do you guys podcast about? Uh, we got three shows. It's Plastic People, which is pretty much a toy where we talk about toys we got and just have a conversation from there. Um. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's like old toys and stuff. Yeah, like old toys or like p- pickups we get. Yeah, pickups we get, and then it just uh trails off into conversation, and there's an hour right there. Uh, we got animations anonymous where we talk about like animated stuff. Um, Mark Media, which is everything else, video games, um, sitcoms, stuff like that. That's the plan anyway. But again, like. We'll get on a good. We'll get on a good track of yeah. recording stuff, and then it just falls off. <laughs> it's like, dude, I tell you, man, it's hard because. Um, so my buddy Chad and I, we had a podcast that we did for like 
seven years or something. We we yeah. even had a we even turned it into a, a local radio show for a little bit. Oh. Um, but we had so like hundreds of episodes, and we 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 met like every we tried to meet like every Thursday night, right? Like clockwork and do this show, and uh, we met so many awesome people and had so many fun. Like we had comedians on, we had musicians on, like all kinds of cool people, right? Yeah, and uh, got to meet so many cool people. But at some point, like just life gets in the way, dude. You know, like everybody gets busy or or your life's change. But I think now you can just pick up and podcast whenever you want. Yeah. And like you're right back there, you know. So you got what these three different podcasts? You'll have to send me the links. Yeah, it's all on uh Shell Shark Network on your favorite listening apps. Uh nice, nice. same same title as the street as uh the Twitch channel and oh, the YouTube nice. channel, you know. Because, like, that's where all the the outside of wrestling, video gaming, and podcasting happens. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's so easy to just, like, create something now. And, um, I mean, I guess it's better if you do have, like, that that uh, repetition or, like, that yeah. weekly cadence or whatever it is, monthly cadence. But uh, nowadays, it's like you could just record something whenever you feel like it and just share it out, you know? Yep. And people can choose to listen to it or don't. But I think that's super cool. I think it's super cool that you're even trying all those different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of of people aren't doing that, you know? Yeah. Just, you know, stuff to do, trying to stay out of trouble, as much trouble as I can, you know? But, dude, you'd be impressed by, uh, I still have all my old um, action figures and stuff in a box from when I was a kid. Like, um... Anywhere from like those old, remember the, I don't know if you've even seen, you've probably seen them, the old LGN yeah. um, rubber big wrestling figures from like the 80s, you know? Yeah, I got a Randy Savage. Yeah, dude. That's, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. But mine are like all like, I wrestled with them, man. Oh, yeah. They're like, all I had the, chips. I had the ring, the wrestling ring, and it's just like, the middle of the ring is just, the base, it's just cracked. Like it's gone. Like I had to throw it out, but. Oh, I still have the I still have the original steel cage for that. Oh, that's like, awesome for that ring. Like I still have it, like in mint condition, you know. And uh, but I had all those old wrestling figures and um, some of the the figures from like the nineties. But any of that stuff, I'm into all that stuff, like um, He Man, GI Joe, like Transformers, like yes. all that stuff, dude. I got a ton of that stuff still. I never got rid of it. Like that's awesome. Yeah. I, but I was when like one time I was in uh, Las Vegas and they had one of those, um, like you know those like vintage toy shops where they have all the old toys they're selling, and just walking in there was like, oh, I used to have all that stuff, you know, <laughs> a, like just to see it again, you know, or or going to any of those comic cons or yes. anything like that, like just to see the old stuff and uh, even the old video games, uh, you know. Uh, I think I, I've always been like fascinated with that stuff. Yeah, strip down memory lane anytime you head up these stores and such. Yeah, it's so crazy. I just think that's cool that like now there's like a resurgence, like there's a market for it now. You know, um, even like collectibles in general, like sports cards and stuff like that. Oh yeah, there's like a, it's just coming back. Like there's like that whatnot app or whatever. You know, that shutdown really accelerated. Like yeah, yeah. collecting, collecting, it was insane. Oh, I always see video. Like anytime you go on, like uh, 
any of these like Instagram, TikTok, any of that stuff, there's always people breaking open a box of cards or something, yeah, you know, just, or, oh, yeah. you know, they're live streaming that. <laughs> I've, I have no idea why. They're probably selling them. I don't know, but they're doing it. I, I think it's cool. You know? Yeah. Because I used to do that when I was a kid, you know. I opened a bunch of T, uh, TNA trading cards mm. not too long ago. I just kind of had a whole... Kept the ones I wanted and such. Um, I think I got like a pile of them somewhere still. But it was just... There's something about opening a pack of cards or opening a toy that's just like, yeah, I like you just... This yeah. wave of serotonin hits. Oh, dude, I got I still got sets of old wrestling sets of cards and stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember collecting, like, complete sets of stuff, and I don't know. I got them all in binders or something somewhere, you know? <laughs> or I got big into autographs for a while. Yeah. So I, I got a bunch of 8 by 10s and stuff, and I've always just had so much fun with, uh, I've always been into collectibles and stuff, so. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Comic books? Are you into comic books, too, or no? I've been reading the latest Beast Wars series, uh, which has been so much fun. Uh, I got to get back into it because um, I think I got like the year end issue or whatever. That's where I left off on. But yeah, I've been loving that comic series. I get I like graphic novels. I read. Um, uh, it was the one that the, the Court of Owls, the both those graphic novels that I read the. Um, Death of the family, the one where the Joker staples face back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a messed up comic, but it's so good. Like it was genuinely yeah. really cool. And um, but that's about other than the comics. You know, like I, said, I used to collect the DVDs, uh, but I've since turned those into digital. Uh, just sake of room and everything, I collect the action figures. I used to collect old like. I used to collect video games too. I still, I, I still like getting physical copies of games because I, I just, you know, they're mine. You know, <laughs> I, I, I want. Them. Yeah. So like, so I recently, like in the last, I'd say year or something, I got the, the Switch. You know. Yeah. And I have not bought. I've downloaded all the games. Yes. I haven't bought one physical game, but I know, and I've heard this, and I've seen plenty of YouTube videos and stuff where. A lot of people are still into the physical game, the cartridges and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. And I'm not sure why that is. Do they load faster? Or, like, I don't know what it is. Like, what's better? Like, do you, what do you think, like, loads faster on the system? Just having a cartridge or or not? Or just having a, do- just having a straight downloaded on your system? I've never noticed a difference in load up. But, like, obviously, like, when I'm in a pinch, God, it's great to be able to just download it straight off the store. But like when I want like especially the Resident Evil games, I want I want the physical versions of them. I I, I gotta I gotta go out I gotta go my way, be, be patient and pick that up. But I it's just I think like we're still in that era of we put in the disc and it plays. You know, like I they when they introduced the PS5 and the Xbox, the new one, they had the digital versions and they had the disc versions and. You can get the digital versions for very reasonable price because no one really wants them. They they still want the disc version, mm-hmm. and uh, so I it wouldn't shock me if when they do the you know of course they do the re release or two of a console. I'm sure it's I'm sure they're just gonna it's gonna be the disc version. They're not even gonna bother again with the digital version, but 
you know, I I think I, I'm sure there'll come a time where eventually discs are going to be gone. But uh, honestly, I think it's really the only discs that are still thriving. Because like at this point, the only reason to buy a Blu-ray or a DVD is if you're collecting. Yeah. Because like, yeah. or if it's like it's or if it's a movie, you know that like bounces different streaming services and such. But even then, you can still go on Amazon Prime and buy a bit buy a movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. Two, two clicks. Cheers. I mean, we stream so many things now. I got rid of all my physical like DVDs and stuff yeah. like that. Like I, everything is just available now. You know, yeah. Uh, it's just so crazy. But I remember like video game cartridges where you had to like blow on the cartridge, like yes. Nintendo. You had to blow on the cartridge and like hit the system and like get just to get it to work. You know, get it to load right. Just to get it to play it. You know. Um, but I don't know. I've never got into like now. Like you, I, maybe it's more of a Nintendo thing. But I feel like the digital copies and the physical copies are the exact same price. Yeah. Like you don't even much. get any. You don't even get any discount. There's right. no. There's no leeway whatsoever. <laughs> Nintendo <laughs> just does not give a fuck. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Much. Same price. Pay it. <laughs> it's still <Yeah>. same <laughs> price. No. Nothing different. <laughs> But yeah, I I don't know. I guess I could see um, the be- one benefit, like I think, with physical copies is that you could actually borrow it to somebody. Yeah. So it's not like tied to your specific account. So I, I guess I could see some benefit there. Or if you wanted to like take a game to like a buddy's house or something, and everybody's playing it or something, you know yeah. what I mean? They don't. Or it wasn't to, what, they don't have to buy it. Or it wasn't what you thought, and you can return it. You know, <laughs> or trade oh, it. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, because like GameStops and stuff are still yep. in the game. And they're still in the game. Yeah. They're still barely, but they're still doing it. <laughs> yeah, but like you can still buy like used copies of stuff and yeah, um, try different things out for sure. Oh yeah, nice man. This is great, man. I'm glad we uh, glad we got to take a little time uh, to actually you know catch up and uh, talk about some of this stuff because. I know. I just knew we came from the same kind of uh, wrestling background, same school and stuff, and but we kind of really never crossed paths. Yeah. Other other than uh, I book you for the shows, right. but, but even then, like we don't get to talk that much. You know what I mean? Right, because it's a day of the show. You know. Yeah, yeah. We got so many things going on. Exactly. It's crazy, and I'm I'm hardly in the back anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're. Uh, I miss that. I miss like being in the locker room and stuff. Oh yeah, but. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Glad, uh, glad we got a few. Well, I, it's not a few minutes, but we got a little while to chat, so that's really cool. No, oh, yeah, I, pr- I appreciate you having me on. This was a lot of fun. Glad I got to talk more than just wrestling. Got to talk about everything else. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Like I listen to some of the wrestling podcasts, and yeah, they, I don't know. I'm like, no, I want to. Like my whole point of the podcast is, uh, I want people to know, like. Um, who guys are man i want to yeah. use the i want to use the platform to to get the real side of people and um and just let fans and stuff resonate with with people instead of just their gimmick and stuff you know so yes. and I, I, think, appreciate I, I think it's way more fun <laughs> it is it is it's way it's, it's way more fun for me anyway so awesome man well uh we'll catch you at the next one absolutely thank you sir
Still stay ten toes. Bring the beat, bring the trees, bring the trees. Put the lights up. Tis the season. Me no Grinch type, no Ebenezer. Don't believe it. Y'all need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. Sleigh bells ringing, diamonds blinging, carols singing. Up in that bag, yeah. I got racks, racks in my sack, or in my back, yeah. They said, Say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got racks, racks in my sack, or in my back, yeah. They said, Say, Nick, what you got up in that bag, yeah. I got racks, racks in my sack, or in my back, yeah. They said, Say, Nick, what you got up in that bag. I got racks, racks in my sack, or in my back. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs>